You're listening to a powerful message from the Overcomers Church World Outreach. We believe the word of God you receive today will bring restoration and transformation to your life. We invite you to worship with us. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. God bless you as you listen to his word in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I minimize myself for you to maximize yourself in this place. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the demonstration of your power in signs, wonders, and miraculous healings. Thank you for your presence in this place. Thank you, Most High God. Thank you. Let the entrance of your word bring forth light to your people. The entrance of your word bring forth healing among your people. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Who is light unto thee, O Lord? Amongst the gods, who is like unto thee? You are glorious in holiness, yet full in praises, doing wonders, who is message I titled Power for Divine Alignment. Power for Divine Alignment. In this month of our divine alignment, we shall experience tremendous change. Okay, you don't want to say amen. I say we shall experience tremendous all-round change. Change that will make people want to follow your God. Hallelujah. You know, the best thing you will do for yourself is to shout, Amen. You know, Amen is the name of Christ. So when you shout, Amen, you are receiving the word of grace that is coming out of my mouth. Let me tell us something. Every word I stand on this exalted altar to speak carries power. Hallelujah. So when I say a word, 
and you shout the loudest amen, that word will go into the shadows of your life and connect you with your expectations and bring it into your hands physically. Your amen is still kwashokod. Holy Spirit, thank you. Because I see miracles happening in this place today. I see somebody returning here healed today. I see somebody in this month of November, your struggle will be compensated with favor. Unprecedented favor connections. Some of us here, before this year will end, not everybody, some of us, just some of us, before this year will end, your business will experience a tremendous turnaround. You have been counting in thousands. From now on, you begin to count in millions. And if you have been counting in millions, from now on, it will be hundreds upon hundreds of millions. If you have been struggling with a particular habit till now, you don't know how to let go that habit. That habit has been making your spiritual life to be defamed and deformed. From now on, as this word hits you now, that habit dies in your life forever. Thank you, Jesus. Power for divine alignment. If there's going to be a meaningful alignment, if our life is going to take meaningful shape, that means something divine must happen. Hallelujah. If something divine must happen, that means it will be beyond natural happenings. If it will be something beyond the natural, that means it must be beyond extraordinary. It must be beyond the ordinary. Hallelujah. Therefore, divine alignment is the intervention of divinity. The intervention of divinity that takes the ordinary man into extraordinary world of exploits and makes the natural man a supernatural being through the demonstration of the power of God. Divine alignment is the intervention of divinity that takes the ordinary man and makes him supernatural and makes him to takes him into the world of exploits by the demonstration of the power of God. When we preach this gospel and power is not demonstrated, then there is no benefit. But when the gospel is preached and power is demonstrated, then Christ is exalted. Hallelujah. And that is why Paul said in Romans chapter 1 verse 16, he said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God for our divine alignment. Paraphrase by me. The gospel is the power of God for our divine alignment. It's the power of God unto the salvation of everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Hallelujah. I'm going to take us through three dimensions Three dimensions of power for divine alignment. There are other dimensions. But I will just limit us to the encounter of these three dimensions of power for divine 
alignment. Hallelujah. The, one, the number one dimension is the gospel power dimension. The gospel power dimension. So Paul said the gospel is the power of God unto them that believe it. The power of God unto salvation. But I say it's the power of God for our divine alignment. Now, the gospel power for divine alignment. Romans chapter 16 verse 25. The Bible says, Now to him who is able to establish you by my gospel. Now to him who is able to establish you according to my gospel. And the preaching of what? Of who? Jesus Christ. Now, the gospel is the preaching of Jesus Christ. And it's able to do what? Establish you. If the gospel of Christ does not divinely align you to take your right position in destiny, I say that gospel should not be preached at all. And if Paul said the preaching of his gospel is able to establish you, know that that is what the gospel is for. Romans 15 verse 19, the Bible says that through mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God, Paul said, I have fully preached the gospel of Jesus Christ. I have fully preached the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the gospel of Christ is one thing. Hallelujah. The gospel of Christ is what? 1 Corinthians 1.24. Christ, the power and the wisdom of God. The gospel is the power and the wisdom of God. The gospel of Christ. Only in the gospel that you will find a murderer turned toward a preacher. It's only in the gospel that you will find an armed robber will repent and begin to do good works for the kingdom. It is only in the gospel that you will find a frustrated man, depressed, worn out, beaten. The power of the gospel is able to turn this man around and you see him a new person. That is the power of the gospel. That is why the Bible says that the gospel of Christ is the what? The power and the wisdom of God. And I bring you that power this morning. The power to take you from mediocrity, from obscurity to popularity. The power to take you from every month's sickness to divine health. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. The power of the gospel. And I say the gospel power is God's spell. Gospel is God's spell. Spell as in S-P-E-L-L. Is God's spell. Casts on the spirit of man for divine alignment. The gospel power is God's spell through the word of God. Casts on the spirit of man for divine alignment, for supernatural exploits and extraordinary life on earth. Now, when I say the gospel is God's spell, as I'm speaking to you right now, I'm casting a spell on you. You know that? 
I'm casting a spell of the word of God upon your situation. I'm casting a spell of the, of the word of God upon your future. And this spell is the spelling of the word of God. Hallelujah. Now, when necromancers and magicians and babalawos and evil powers, when they want to cast spell, what do they do? When they want to cast spell, what do they do? They speak. They proclaim. They take your picture. They invoke your spirit. Hallelujah. And they make what? Pronouncement. And before you know it, somebody's name will be called in Onichubo, and he will be in Lagos here, and he will be performing exactly what they have pronounced upon his name. That is what a spell has been cast on him. Now, gospel performs more than that activity of witchcraft spell. The gospel of Christ is the proclamation of divinity through the word of God upon the spirit of man. And that is why when that spell is cast on you, if you were a dangerous man before, immediately you become a righteous man. If you were a weakling before, immediately you become a strong man. If you were a never-do-well, immediately you become a man of exploit because a supernatural spell has been cast upon you. That is the gospel power for divine alignment. Today, I see a lazy mental person turn to a supernatural star. I see mental laziness turned around in this place. Hallelujah. Number two, the word power for divine alignment. The word power. Praise the Lord. The word power. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intent of the heart. Now, the word power penetrates the three dimensions of a man's being, spirit, soul, and body. The word of God is powerful. It penetrates the spirit, it penetrates the soul, and it penetrates the body. As the word of God is being released to you from this altar today, and your ear is hearing them, there is a supernatural sound penetrating your spirit, and that sound goes from your spirit and enters into your bones and your marrow. Now, biologically, the marrow is right inside the bone. And whatever can penetrate the bone and enters the marrow, know that that thing is very wonderful, scientifically. Now, the word of God penetrates right into the marrow, 
moves beyond the joint into the marrow and is a discerner of thoughts. It's a discerner of what? Thoughts. Now, the word of God shapes your thinking pattern. You know, some of us, the devil can penetrate our thinking. You just sit down and all you are thinking about is how you are going to die, how you are going to fail. You sit down and all you are thinking about is the fees that you are about to pay next month. You sit down and all you are thinking about is how Christmas will come, how money is not coming. How will you get money to celebrate Christmas? How will you get money to travel? And the devil begins to preach fear into your heart. But the word of God, when it penetrates your mind and your heart, it shapes your thinking. It aligns your thinking to conform to his pattern. Hallelujah. Now, the word power, the word power for divine Alignment is fully experienced in our lives, both spiritually and physically, for us to encounter the power dimensions of God's word. And that is why Jesus, in John chapter 6, verse 63, he said, The word that I speak, they are what? Spirit and they are light. Everywhere Jesus preached the word, something happened. There is no time that Jesus preached the word that somebody is not healed, a demon is not cast out, a woman is not set free, a dead child is not raised up. Something supernatural must happen as long as the word is being preached. In Luke chapter 4 verse 32, the Bible says that they were astonished at his doctrine because every word he spoke carried power. Praise the Lord. I see the word of God turning your situations around. I see the word of God dissolving that medical condition today. I don't care what the doctor has reported concerning your womb, concerning your heart, concerning your kidney, concerning your liver, concerning your blood, whatever medical condition that you are experiencing in your blood, by the power in the word of God today, they are dissolved. They are dissolved. And Jesus, after preaching in Luke chapter 4, verse 32, a demon-possessed man got healed, got delivered. And in verse 37, and the people said, what word is this? Verse 37 of Luke chapter 4. And the people said, verse 36, praise the Lord. Verse 36, the people were amazed and spoke among themselves. And they said, what a word is this? What a word is this? What a word is this? If the word does not carry power and miracles, then it is ordinary word. But I know one thing that the God has sent me to this place. The anointing that sent me to this place will lift up the word from the sound of my mouth and take that word into your family, into your business. And by the time you get back to your homes and your businesses, you will be able to say, what a word is this? I will say he commands the unclean spirit and it went out. Therefore, the word came with authority and power. 
And the word, the Bible says in verse 37, the word made Jesus the talk of the town. And the report about him went out into every place in the surrounding region. I love how the message translation puts it. And Jesus became the talk of the town. You will become the talk of the town. I say you will become the talk of the town. This woman that was barren is now pregnant. Is that not the talk of the town? This man that we thought his case is finished. I saw him riding one powerful jeep. Is that not the talk of the town? This sister that we thought would never be married. Wow. They are celebrating her traditional marriage right now. Is that not the talk of the town? And in fact, not just celebrating traditional, a prince came to marry her. Is that not the talk of the town? Give the Lord a big shout of praise. Whatever will make you the talk of the town supernaturally, receive it now. Whatever will make your community recognize you and say, wow, this our son has made us proud. Receive that anointing now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love Jesus. Each time he preaches, each time the word is going out from him, there is always power to heal. And I know somebody sitting here today, you came with waist pain. You are not living without waist pain today. As you stand up and bend down, the waist pain is gone. That is why in Luke chapter 5 verse 17, the Bible says that as he was preaching, ministering to doctors of law, you see, when the word of God enters you, even professors will sit down to listen to you. PhD holders will sit down and listen to you. The Bible says as he was preaching that the power of God was present to heal. And I see the power of God here to heal somebody right now. I see God's power present to heal somebody, to heal that woman and that man right now. You are healed. I declare you healed. You are here. You've been having constant headache. Constant headache. The power of God is here to heal you right now. As you stand up and shake your head, that headache is gone out of you right now. In the name of Jesus. Number three, the anointing power dimension for divine alignment. I'm rounding up. The anointing power dimension for divine alignment. I am a strong advocate of the mystery and power of the anointing oil. God gave me that revelation of the power in the mystery of anointing oil. It has not stopped working for me. And I know if it's working for me, by the teaching of the word today, it will work for you. Isaiah 10, 27. The Bible says, and it shall come to pass in that day that his burden will be taken away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck and the yoke will be destroyed. 
Because of what? The anointing oil. His yoke and his body. I don't care the yoke and the burden the devil has manipulated and put on you. As you encounter the power in the anointing oil today, that burden will be taken off. That yoke will be taken off. It can be the yoke of rise and fall. It can be the yoke of near success. That yoke will not follow you home again. In the name of Jesus. Now, God instituted this mystery for generations. And that is why in Exodus chapter 30, verse 25, the Bible says, And you shall make from these a holy anointing oil, an ointment compounded according to the art of the perfumer. Exodus chapter 30, verse 25. And you shall make from these a holy anointing oil, an ointment compounded according to the art of the perfumer, it shall be a holy anointing oil. That was God speaking to Moses. And in verse 30, he commanded Moses and he said, and you shall anoint Aaron and his sons and consecrate them. And in verse 31, he said to the people, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, This shall be an holy anointing oil unto me throughout your generation. So don't argue it. Don't dispute it. It shall be a holy anointing oil to me. God said it's a holy anointing oil to him. Throughout all your generations. So the mystery of the power of the anointing oil is a transgenerational mystery. It's a forever ordinance instituted by God for our divine alignment. And so, when this mystery is applied in faith, get ready for a supernatural turnaround. Let me tell us one thing. I have an auntie in my house that was brought from Abba. In fact, we did Thanksgiving for her some Sundays ago in the month of October. This woman was carried to my house practically dead. Her head swollen. Her body swollen. And she was almost confirmed dead by the hospitals we were taking her to. And God so kind, we took her to an hospital that accepted her and immediately a surgery was performed on her face, and we realized that she had just toothache. Toothache, toothache. In fact, the toothache, the nurses or whoever that were treating her in Abba, they practically killed this woman. But when she came to Lagos, a surgery was done on her, and the tooth, the two teeth were was pulled out. And when the teeth were pulled out, the doctor said they have to open up her cheek, her side cheek. And the side cheek was opened up up to her skull, her head, to extract pores. Pores were coming out and when pores comes out, it can fill up to one liter bottle of water. Pores. Everyday pores. And she was cut open on her side cheek and cut open on her head Cut, cut open on her face and pores were coming out. And the doctor said, 
those parts of her skin that were open will not be able to heal, except if they do skin grafting. And we got back home and we said, we have a mystery that God has given to us. And the mystery is in the power of the anointing oil. And we said, Father, give us a creative miracle. Imagine when your cheek is cut open and I can practically put my hand here and it will come out in her mouth. It was wide open. I have the video and I have the pictures. Her head was wide open so that pores could drain out. But when we started applying the anointing oil upon her head, rubbing her face with the oil every day, rubbing her mouth with the oil every day, rubbing her skin with the oil every day. My father, my father, church, if you see my auntie today, that portion of her cheek is closed up. A supernatural skin came up and covered that cheek. A supernatural skin was created to cover that head. That is the mystery and the power in the anointing oil. And that is why in First Samuel chapter 10, the Bible said, and Samuel took a horn of oil and poured it on Saul's head and said to him, First Samuel chapter 10 verse 1. And the Bible says, First Samuel chapter 10 verse 1. Hallelujah. Saul poured oil on the head. Samuel, Samuel poured oil on the head of Saul. And he said, Is it not because the Lord has anointed you commander over his inheritance? Who poured oil on Saul's head? And who anointed? Samuel poured oil, but the Lord anointed. Samuel poured oil, but the Lord anointed. As you come forward for anointing this morning, you will not experience ordinary oil. You will experience the power of God. You will experience the power of God. And from verse 2, Samuel departed and he met two men. Verse 3, he went what? He encountered men. And in verse 4, the Bible says he went on forward. Okay, verse 3. Verse 3, hallelujah. When the anointing comes upon you, the Bible says, then you shall go on. You shall go on. What is the theme for our convention? What is the theme for our convention? By this anointing, you are going forward. I say you are going forward. You are going forward in business. You are going forward in your career. In the name of Jesus. I see somebody encountering a supernatural promotion in your office within the next two months. Supernatural promotion. It is not time for promotion, but all of a sudden you are promoted. In the name of Jesus. Receive it now. The anointing made Saul to go forward. And the anointing made men to salute him. In verse 4, it says, you shall meet men that will salute you. When you are anointed, supernatural things begin to happen to you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So Saul anointed for the Lord. Saul poured oil, but the Lord anointed. Hallelujah. 
In 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 13. 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 13. The same Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And what happened? The Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. What was poured on the head of David? And what came upon him? What was poured on his head? And what came upon him? Now, the core content of the anointing oil is the Spirit of the Lord. The core mystery that is contained in the anointing oil for our supernatural alignment is what? The Spirit of the Lord. The power of God. As you come forward and receive this anointing, I see the power of God destroying the forces of darkness that has been in operation in your life. Some of you, after this anointing, they will call you from the village and tell you, ah, please, I'm not going to disturb you again. Let me tell us something. I don't leave my house without anointing myself every day. I anoint my head every day. Because the Bible tells me he anointed my head with oil and my cup runs over. Jesus is also an advocate of the anointing oil. Jesus. So don't tell me it's Old Testament. Jesus is also an advocate of the anointed oil. In Mark chapter 6 verse 7, the Bible says, He called his disciples and sent them away two by two. Mark chapter 6 verse 7. So he called the twelve to himself and began to send them out two by two. And he gave them what? He gave them power. You are going to see what he gave them as power. When they were going, he did what? He gave them power. Over what? Over unclean spirit. Hallelujah. Now, they came back in verse, they came back in verse 13. What happened in verse 13? Hallelujah. Give me King James. Okay, it's okay. New King James. And they cast out many demons and did what? Many who were sick and they did what? In verse 7, what did he give them? He gave them anointing oil. And that is why when they came back, they reported, we anointed the sick with the oil you gave us. And they were healed. We laid hands on the demon possessed. And the demons left them. So Jesus did what? Gave them power. He gave them the mystery in the anointed oil. As you anoint yourself today, power will come upon you. That sickness will drop off you. That generational curse will leave you. In the name of Jesus. And that is why James 5, 17, the Bible says, Is anyone among you sick? Hallelujah. James 5, 14, thank you. Is anyone among you sick? I'm asking the same question as you stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Let's stand to our feet. There's going to be a demonstration of power. 1 Corinthians 2.4, the Bible says that the preaching of the gospel 
is not with the enticing words of man, but it is the demonstration of the spirit power. If the gospel is preached and there is no demonstration of power, it is empty. So there's going to be a demonstration of the spirit power here this morning. Hallelujah. So is anyone among you here sick? Is anyone among you here down financially? Is anyone among you here in debt and you don't know how to come out of the debt? Is anyone among you looking for the fruit of the womb? Is anyone among you experiencing mental laziness? You want to read, you cannot read. You just fall asleep. Is anyone among you here experiencing family setbacks? There's a pattern in your family. People don't get married on time. There's a pattern in the family. Nobody can support one another. Everybody's on the same level, struggling. Is anyone among you in that category? Is anyone among you struggling in business? The Bible says, let him call for the elders. Let him call. And the elders are here to anoint you. James 5.14. Let me see. Let's see that James 5.14. Is anyone among you not born again? If you are not born again, you cannot partake of this mystery. If you are not born again, you cannot partake of this power. Because Hebrews 12 verse 22 and 23, the Bible says, we are come unto Mount Zion, the church of his firstborn, who are what? Registered. Yeah. To the general assembly and to the church of the firstborn, who are what? Registered. If you are not registered, don't even come for the anointing. You have to be registered. And the only way you can be registered is what? To be born again. To receive Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. So if you are still standing here and you have not received him in your heart as your Lord and personal Savior, that he died and on the third day he rose again to set us free from hell. To set us free from the punishment of, of hell. Right where you are, let me see your hands up very quickly. I'll quickly lead you to Christ. And then we come for the anointing. You know, when Samuel was anointing Saul, before he anointed Saul, he said to Saul, come up here right. with me. He said, come up here. That means he wanted Saul to be on the same level with him before he does the anointing. So I cannot put oil on your head when you are not registered. The church of the firstborn. Want to give your life to Christ? Hallelujah. So you want to give your life to Christ? Just lift up your hands where you are. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You want to rededicate your life to Christ? This call is also for you. You want to rededicate your life to Christ? You have been struggling in sin and today is no more because of the word of his power. Say, Father, I come back to you in full repentance of faith. Lift up your hands and let me just do a prayer with you right now. Wherever you are, you are standing. Lift up your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, my brother. Just, just take another step forward and just come over this way. 
Just come this way. Hallelujah. Just come this way. Just meet me here. Hallelujah. Is he Thank you, Jesus. Right now. You know, God is a God of a new beginning. As you want to make a new beginning with him, you will wipe off everything, every past behavior as the mist of the cloud. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, re-register these ones. Re-register them in your register of heaven. And you will never go back again. In the name of Jesus. Receive power to live a righteous and holy life. In the name of Jesus. Receive power to be fruitful. And receive power to bring other men to righteousness. In the name of Jesus. Go back to your seat. We pray you have been blessed by the word of God you received today. For prayers or counseling, our doors are always open. We invite you to worship with us at the Overcomers Church World Outreach. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. We look forward to seeing you at our next service. God bless you in Jesus' name.